I'm joined by Fiona Harrison, founder and CEO of Australia's first indigenous chocolate company, Chocolate and Purpose. Fiona Harrison is joining us as uh, one of Chocolate and Purpose's creations. Dark chocolate with uh, Wirong, which is a rosella flower, and uh, Morao, mm-hmm. mountain pepperberry, has been announced a silver and editor's choice winner in the best chocolate cacao category at this year's Clean and Conscious Awards. Welcome to NITV Radio, Fiona. Thank you, and thanks for having me. Great to speak with you again. This is exciting. We've had you on air many times talking about uh, chocolate on purpose, about uh, uh, the way you produce your chocolate ethically and uh, promoting sustainable business uh, models, uh, actually protecting and uh, sustaining indigenous uh, supply chains. And now you've just uh, won another accolade. How does it feel winning another accolade? Um, it feels wonderful. It's as if the business has evolved since uh, uh, it was first created. And last, um, no, early this year, I was certified a social enterprise because of my my work in the supply chain, so creating impact in the supply chain, and and now winning uh, an award that is about. Um, ethical and sustainable um, businesses. Um, I just feel really affirmed and excited. The products you use in uh, your chocolate are actually native foods. You call it Boost Chocolate, actually, one of the first ones to have uh, native ingredients fused in uh, chocolate. This particular one, the Rosella flower, is not just a flavor, it also has uh, medicinal properties. Yes, it does. When it first came to me that I was going to use chocolate as the vehicle to share the healing power of the plants, the name that was sort of like universally dropped into my head was Bush Food Chocolate, and that's what my range of chocolate is called. The Rosella flower, the Wirong, is very exciting because it actually originated in India, and so it it goes to show the trade that has gone on for thousands and thousands of years. Um, You know, we actually did cross... The, the seas in in canoes and we were trading with other um, with other people and um, you can see a lot of the healing benefits of the rosella flower in Indian natural medicine as well so it's recognized as a moderator of, of blood pressure and it's a, um, a a blood tonifier so it's all about the circulatory system and do you mind if I tell you a little story about it? Yes, please. Go ahead. So what happened was when COVID uh, first hit and, you know, we were sort of being drip-fed the effect on, on our bodies from COVID and people were being put into ICU and put into comas and the um, the healthcare workers were really being slammed. So the Royal College of Nursing contacted Chocolate on Purpose and said that they were putting together a care pack for the, the front line dealing with the COVID. They wanted to put our chocolate into it and what flavour would we recommend? And so we went through them and, and she chose the dark chocolate with rosella and pepperberry. And then it wasn't long after that it became known of the devastating effect that the virus was having on people's hearts and their circulatory system. And so I rang her up and she's like, she's a nurse. And I was going, look, don't think I'm all airy-fairy, but... Um, these are the, the you know the the natural therapy benefits of the of the ingredients in in the chocolate you chose you know um, tonification of the heart and the blood and she was so excited she virtually ne- didn't even hang up the phone before she ran.
Anne to tell her colleagues about how wise her choice was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she was very happy. Uh, random choice that uh, ended up uh, proving uh, uh, to be the wise decision, the wise choice, the wise choice uh, with uh, tremendous benefits. That's right. I said to her, you know, you. I want to share with you just how intuitive you are, and you you may not even have realised it. And she just loved that. Not only that, also for those who are suffering from diabetes, a certain type of diabetes, these botanicals actually it's said that uh, they help in the absorption of uh, glucose from the stomach uh, which allows a stabilization of sugar levels something that's really fascinating is one of our ingredients the kwandong uh, it's been scientifically shown to reduce blood sugar levels i've just released that in a, in a new product um a vegan milk shake, milk taste chocolate. We, um, we call it our walking on country bar because the the, the chocolate mold is beautiful. It, the little the bars look like it's sand, and there are two footprints, like the imprints of our ancestors walking on country. I put the condong in as a tribute to my granddad because when I was a, a very young kid, we'd go out gathering condongs for Nan. So um, that's a, a new product that I have released, and I think. It's exciting that Kwandong has so many benefits. And it's also quite um, ironic in a way because our ancestors um, were sustained with Kwandong when protein was not not readily available. And yet our community's diabetes is rife in them. So, it, you know, there's this ingredient that they were using for thousands and thousands of years, um, doing them good. And now that, you know, colonisation stopped us from um, eating our traditional foods, now diabetes is endemic. So this should be going back to the traditional foods that they were consuming for thousands of years. Yes. So the modern diet has actually completely uh, upended uh, the nutritional uh, intake and uh, caused so many uh, of these uh, lifestyle diseases. They call them lifestyle diseases, but... Uh, yeah, because yeah. it's, it's reality, isn't it, that um, our bodies not instinctively, but like, you know, biomedically, um, they were created to tolerate certain foods. Where it was, um, and for example, we can't, our bodies couldn't tolerate alcohol or sugar because that's not what we were eating. Um, but other nationalities, like for example, the ancient Egyptians, they were fermenting and um, creating alcoholic um, beverages. So their bodies evolved to be able to um, sustain that. So once once you have your natural diet removed, um, your body just suffers. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't uh, process uh, those ingredients as well as those who, yes. who have been um, over generations uh, had their bodies yes. uh, adapt to that diet. And for chocolate lovers, those who will be listening to us, especially the vegan ones, your chocolate has been uh, described as a certif- certified, certified vegan and even voted as uh, one of the most delicious vegan chocolates around. Yeah, that's the judge shared that on social media. She made a special mention that um, our da- all our dark chocolates are vegan certified by Vegan Australia and the Walking on Country Milk Taste Vegan Bar is truly, it doesn't, it, um, it's not that it doesn't have um, milk solids in it, it's that um, it, it's made with an ingredient that other vegan chocolates aren't made with. It's very exciting. There's never been a milk chocolate that really tasted like milk chocolate, like a vegan milk chocolate that tasted like milk chocolate. But how do you achieve that? 
to how it get it taste like uh, milk chocolate without adding any uh, dairy products? On the market, the vegan chocolate are made either um, of coconut milk or almond milk or oat milk. Those products have a very distinctive aftertaste. Yeah. Uh, and that's what you taste in the chocolate. And also, they find it hard. So when you make um, mainstream chocolate that has um, traditional ingredients in it, you do something that's called conching, and that's where you, you put it on a, a roller and it takes out all of the graininess. The vegan chocolates on the market, they've not succeeded in removing all that graininess, so it can be a bit chalky in your mouth. But um, this chocolate, this vegan chocolate, is based using a Spanish root called um, chufa. Chufa, when you crush it, when you turn it to powder and you mix it with water, it becomes milky. And so it's able to replicate um, what the milk solids achieve in a milk chocolate. Wow. Yeah, so it's very smooth, it's not grainy, and it actually has um it actually has a deeper note than milk chocolate. It sort of is a bit in between milk and dark. Um it's quite an interesting flavour profile. Wow, that's one that I would like to try, especially uh, leading up to the festive season. Uh, it's time to yes. start offering chocolate, so it's one that I'll test myself and offer to friends and uh, loved ones as a oh, gift for you. the festive season. Yeah. They'll love you for it. Yeah, no, no, this is, I'm a chocoholic, so. Excellent. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're our people. Well, I wish I could uh, be like that kid in a chocolate factory. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. Women in a pool of it. No, yeah, I yeah. like that. Willy Wonka in the, the chocolate factory. Yeah, I'll be watching. Did you know they've just remade it? There's a, there's a new one coming out just before Christmas. Okay. It's a story about how, he, how Willy Wonka got started. So I know where you'll be, sitting back eating popcorn in the lead up to Christmas, watching that movie at the cinema. <laughs> and, uh, wow, and just they're dreaming of uh, the, the delicacies I'd be getting at uh, Chocolate yes. and Papa's. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. And it's also said your disruptors. Yes. A lot of um, fasts in what you do and a lot of um, actually milestones you're being celebrated for. Uh, about uh, sourcing your products ethically, uh, fighting child labor in uh, the way you source your products, and also yes. contributing to First Nations supply chains and uh, First Nations uh, carbon uh, credits. Uh, tell us yes. about all this. Yeah, the where we source our chocolate, um, the association um, they support the farmers in many ways. It's not only about giving the farmer a good price for their cacao, it's also about agroforestry, making sure that um, the cacao tree plantations are sustainable themselves, um, learning um, horticultural methods that mean that they get the best cacao crop that they can because everything's been affected by climate change and at the moment the cacao trees are fighting a fungus that's um, happening because there is too much rainfall now in the areas where um, the cacao is grown. Uh, so the farmers are being taught, um, you know, um, horticultural methods, agroforestry, which is also about planting companion plants. So uh, a lot of the cacao farmers are now growing cassava, for example. And when you have a diversity, it means you're covered across different pain points. You know, if, some, if your cacao trees were not having a good harvest, then your cassava 
maybe what will will, um, will make up for your, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. so um, they're being taught all of those methods. The um, schools get built. The kids are given school kits. And what's really exciting for us, you know, like it's a chocolate on purpose is women-led, is that they're um, encouraging women to become cacao farmers. Last year, we're really happy to say that about 42,000 women became cacao farmers. And um, then on top of that, what's really super exciting is that the cacao farmers were pretty much like the old tenant farmers, you know, in you know ancient England where you just, you, you rented your farm and it was really hard to get ahead. But now they're being assisted to actually buy their land. So, you know, they're being shown, you know, sustainability personally, like, you know, self self-determination which is really exciting and then in Australia that's what we hope to be able to help the indigenous producers in the Australian native food and botanical supply chain to achieve and so we're now working to um, find funds Um, we need $200,000 to be able to get this small production line that'll take us to the first level of commercialization and mean that we can introduce employment impacts and especially for Indigenous women, because traditionally we're the holders of the plant law, and we shared that through storytelling. Of the 1% of Indigenous producers in the Australian botanical native food sector, less than 1% of, uh, 1% of those are Indigenous, and less than 1% of those are Indigenous women. And I would really like to employ older Indigenous women you know, to return leadership to us in that space. And also because older women in general in Australia are the fasting growing cohort of homeless. And it only takes one little thing to go wrong and you end up on this roller coaster that you just cannot get out of that spiral. So that's what I'm hoping my next step will be, is to be able to increase capacity to be able to bring on employees and and help um, Indigenous women find self-determination in that way. And one thing that uh, has been... um talked about in uh, the community in the chocolate world is that well you're not only Australia's first indigenous chocolate uh, business but you're really kicking goals and your chocolate is up there close to some of the finest in the world including um, Belgian chocolates yes thank you yeah we're very very excited um Next month, Princess Mary of Denmark is coming to Australia with a trade delegation and a Danish company has commissioned us to make chocolate bars with the bush food on them. Because we use Belgian chocolate um, and, you know, like in Denmark and countries like that, that's recognised as the, the gold standard. And we put, we, because we're um, blending with the bush food, it's a way for um, to share the the indigenous Australian story through the native botanicals with the visiting um, delegation. So we're very, very excited about that. When you travel overseas, the only uh, Australian native product you'd find in chocolates that is uh, commonly used by chocolatiers around the world uh, is the macadamia nut. Uh, Most would never have heard about uh, uh, native ingredients like uh, uh, rosella flower or uh-uh. uh, the mountain pepper berry being used in chocolate so you're introducing something completely new to those uh, other markets yes and i truly believe that awareness can't happen change can't happen without awareness and so um being being given uh, a way to amplify our voice is a way to really um to bring about change through awareness and sparking that seed of wanting to find out more Wow, 
can't wait for the end of the year and just uh, have an excuse to indulge in uh, <laughs> chocolate Thank on purpose. You. Yeah. Now, Fiona, before I let you go, any closing thoughts, something we may have missed you'd like to bring to the attention of our listeners? I'll just say that the Walking on Country Vegan Milk Taste Chocolate Bar, it actually was a finalist in the Clean and Conscious Awards as well. It's just been a really great year uh, to know that, you know, my chocolate is appreciated by those who are also striving to create a, a world that's better for us and for the future generations. Fiona Harrison, CEO and founder of Australia's first indigenous chocolate business, Chocolate on Purpose. Thank you very much for joining us on NITV Radio today and congratulations again on uh, this uh, accolade you've just won. Thank you so much. I'm really grateful for your interest.